0: equity, diversity, and opportunities. Within the context of equity, our goal is to ensure that we address inequities that present themselves in the district by looking at data, having courageous conversations, and daring dialogue to ensure that we understand where the issues are and what needs to happen to address them. Let's hear from some Henrico County High School students who read and discussed the book Stamped.
1: Hello and welcome to the Stamped, of book study podcast. We are a group of students from various high schools in Henrico County, Virginia, who volunteered to read the book Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You. This book is about the origins of racism and how it has and continues to affect our society today. After reading, we were given an activist in history to research and talk about in this podcast. The activist we were given was Pedro Campos, an activist dedicated to Puerto Rican independence. Why did you volunteer for the Stamp Book Study? I didn't really have a specific reason. I enjoy reading, and I thought, why not join like a club that combines both activism and educating others on how to be an anti-racist and, and, you know, how racism affects everyone in our daily lives, you know, and, and how it's played a part in our history as uh, Americans and, you know, just people in the world. So, yeah, I just thought it would be a fun thing to do. Anika, what impact did the book Stamped have on you?
0: After reading the book, I learned a lot about a history of racism in the United States. And it also made me feel like I should work and take like a more active part in like helping our community and um, making it better. But also made me realize like how privileged I am and like systematic uh, racism is. Jack,
1: what impact did the formation of a Cross Crunchy Book Discussion Group have on you?
2: I think that the extent of cultural awareness discussions has been between students in my own community. So it was actually like really interesting to hear about the um, personal experiences of students from all different kinds of socioeconomic backgrounds and just race relations and things that personally affected them by reading this book. So now we're gonna give a little background on our activist Pedro Campos and The main extent of this advocacy is because of colonization and imperialism by the United States in Puerto Rico, and one of the main factors of racism, like institutionalized in the United States and throughout the world, is because of this colonization and imperialism.
0: Pedro Campos was um, born in Ponce, Puerto Rico in 1891 and he attended University of Vermont and Harvard and he also served in the U.S. military in World War One. So he, in Puerto Rico, he was the president of the Nationalist Party starting in 1930 and until his death. He worked to um, improve labor conditions in Puerto Rico. Um, he, led some, he led strikes off of the Puerto Rico railway and light and power company. And also he led strikes against the U.S. sugar industry He believed in, um, he had like a theory on non-collaboration with colonial structures. So he would work on like boycotting elections and military services. Um, He was put in jail twice and was also under FBI surveillance for much of his life. Um, He was pro-violence and he was also the first Puerto Rican Harvard graduate. So he started to fight against colonialism because he experienced a lot of racism in the black military unit in World War II, and he is remembered in Puerto Rico as a patriot.
2: And with this unified anti-colonial struggle that he created and supported, it created this notion of hate against the systematic problem beginning with imperialism by imperialist nations and imperialist policies. So the main connection to this book that we found is through um, the foundations of racism and race relations, beginning with colonialism and imperialist policies. So, now we're going to move into the movement of Pedro Campos and its relations to the anti racism advocacy found in Stamped.
0: So, in Puerto Rico, um, there was a fight against for independence from the U.S. due to obviously the colonialism. So, in 1935, the police killed four nationalists at the University of Puerto Rico which led to other nationalists um, to kill, like, the police commander in charge. So Pedro Campos and other nationalist leaders in Puerto Rico um, were arrested and charged with sedition against the United States government, and they went to a federal prison in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Gaglaw was used to suppress the movement, to suppress the Puerto Rican movement, and um, so then in Puerto Rico there was this, like, a unified anti-colonial struggle to try to liberate Puerto Rico from the U.S.,
2: And we mentioned this a little bit before, but the main connections in Stamped talk about the beginning of race relations in the United States from, obviously, the slave trade and the slave trade industry that brought about the dehumanization of black Americans and the continuation of systemic racism through these racist policies. And so connecting this book to The Liberation of Puerto Rico we can see the unpopular view of colonialism from a non-US perspective, whereas in Stant, it's coming from the black American perspective, and it's just showing how policies of imperialism and colonialism often lead to the oppression of minorities. So moving into individual takeaways from both the book and the connections to Puerto Rico, I think this has a great impact on society and our view of imperialist and colonialism policies going forward with our own foreign policies in the US. And it just shows how often the policies that we use to expand our sphere of influence around the world often lead to the oppression of non-Americans or racial minorities.
0: One impact it had on me was that it helped me see like how bad colonialism can be and the negative consequences of colonialism. And it also made me appreciate the Puerto Rican independence movement more and understand more about their history.
1: I'd like to add on to what Anika just said, because I think it's like reading the book Stamped and also reading about Pedro Campos and his contributions to the Puerto Rican independence movement. I think it's just really important to see like that even though a group of people are oppressed and are like less less like I guess privileged than like other cultures and how they still will find a way to fight back and like fight for what they believe in and their independence and because they know that I mean obviously oppression is wrong. I just think it's interesting to see how like Pedro Campos's movement ties into what Stan was talking about with like oppression of African Americans, and how even though it's a different like culture and it's a different country, it's a different group of people, it, the, the impact that oppression and like colonization and colonialism and stuff like all it affects everyone around the world. It doesn't matter where you're from or what you look like or who you are and stuff. So I just thought, I thought that was interesting.
0: Thank you, Jaden, Annika, Gianna, and Jack. I appreciate your input and opinion. On behalf of the Equity Ambassadors of Henrico County Public Schools, we thank you for tuning in and supporting this podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you, students, for sharing your voices and perspectives with us. The work of equity is not work that can be done single-handedly. It requires everyone to do their part ask that you join us in this work. Because if one wins, we all win. Thank you.